0: You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Morical, with me as always, the heifer and filbert to my Rocco, Sean Keller, Hi. and Mike Pareto.
1: I don't know what we're going with here, but uh,
2: (laughs) I never watched Rocco's Modern Life. It was a great show. Mike, did
1: you? No, I did not. Hello, everybody. Mike Pareto here. (laughs) This is a little nonsense. It's a single silicone boob. It's an exact one-to-one mold of Oprah's left breast. I'm not going to tell you what to do with it. That's your business. (laughs) But I can tell you that it's approximately a 42E cup size, very soft to the touch, surprisingly springy, and has a very realistic areola and nipple area. (laughs) It's a robust... The length of eleven sixteenths of an inch. <laughs> At this time, only one boob is available, and it's clearly an anatomical left breast, so you'll just have to make do with the one. Call now, Oprah's boob. <laughs>
2: I love, I love how the description was <laughs> as if it was a, a wine connoisseur, <laughs> a, someone who went to the school, a. Robust areola. Yeah.
0: What, what, Hints what struck of, me so weird uh, there was the tonal shift, where he was very <laughs> yes. clinical initially, and then all of a sudden he he goes down da- almost down an octave and gets sexy like it's a robust nipple.
2: Mm. Mm. Uh, I've studied surprisingly this surprisingly firm. Uh,
1: mm. <laughs> oh man, where did they get? Oh, but who who do they call them? Where did they get you the just, mold? I don't understand. I from <laughs> from Oprah. Well, and they
2: said to call what now, but they didn't, they didn't leave a number. I,
0: just, yeah. I guess
1: you have to
2: call Oprah. <laughs> just, I guess you
1: have to know. Oprah's show. I don't know. Oprah, Oprah tit. Oprah boob.
2: <laughs> is, that, is that seven? That's not seven. That's eight. <laughs> well, take, a, take the H off Oprah. Yeah, yeah you can works. do that. Sure, yeah. Oprah tit. Oprah tit. <laughs> <Opera> tit. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I got the tit of an opera singer by accident. Damn
1: it. Still really big.
2: <laughs> Still gonna
0: fuck
1: it. Sean, did you did you see the uh breaking bad movie El Camino? I did. Oh my god, yeah. know. do you, you remember Jesse? <laughs> Jesse <laughs> or not Jesse. Jesse well what, Jesse well, yeah, Plemons, his yes, character. Yes. He
2: he put on like a
1: hundred pounds. Forty
2: was it all? I think it was like forty pounds. But in Hollywood, that's it, may as well be 100 pounds. The camera adds 60 pounds. He, the the, the actor went from looking Mike's size to looking like me. It, it was no, body, I know no. the body type. Well, no. maybe a,
1: th- a little thicker than me, you think? Absolutely, yes. Well no, that's good. <laughs> we're talking, uh, they called him Meth Damon, okay? Cause, yes, he, Cause he essentially looked like Matt Damon, but with a meth face, and of course. Involved in the in the in the meth trade, uh, and came out looking rather doughy. <laughs> yeah, not not the same person. A, a it, it, within in the storyline, it was within days. That's what that's what's unbelievable about it. Yeah. That's it could it could have been a year later. That that'd be fine. And they it just was rolled like, with it. <laughs> it was like three days later.
0: What the fuck yeah, happened? The- I ate a sandwich.
2: I mean, they really they they their choices were like rewrite the entire thing so that he's not in it, which would be super weird. Recast, which they couldn't do, or just I guess he's just gonna be fat in this one. <laughs> like, they they could
0: they could change the time scale, like make it <sighs> further ahead.
1: Have, in this case, there's no way they were gonna be able to do that. Oh, all right. Because yeah. because where Breaking Bad ends is a situation where your main character. It has, like, days.
0: Oh, so you really got to cram that story in there.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Like, there's, the whole world is after this person at this point. Yeah. Man, what a weird,
2: awkward position to be in. And he had to have known, like, on set. He had to have been looking around, like, I screwed this up. <laughs>
0: you know, like every single person. So what if he didn't? Uh, what if he thought he was getting away with it? He's like, no one can tell.
2: <laughs> no one's saying anything about it. I guess I nailed it. Thanks. I'm <laughs> Spanx. I'm such a good actor. I'm acting forty
1: pounds lighter. I'm acting thin. Th- the thing is, he he really he really is a spectacularly good actor, and that I, is, think that's, yeah. I think that's why they they were they just had to have him. You know. could they,
2: couldn't they could they have shot him just, like, exclusively from the neck up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like,
2: they're doing crazy stuff with CGI these days. Yeah, they Just they give him too. a better body. And, Henry, a, big, and a big head. <laughs> get Hen- Henry Cavill's uh, mustache CG guy in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to just to take off the sides. Off. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just and there's, like, MS Paint trees drawn next to his torso. Because <laughs> they can't fill in the
1: background, correct? <laughs> Anybody, yeah. anybody but that guy. Good God!
2: Breaking Bad, more like Breaking Scales. <laughs> that that guy broke a. Yeah, no, he's bro- bro- the bells rung. The bells. He's wrong. broken more
1: scales than a fish murderer. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> I have to find a side by side picture here <laughs> while you guys are talking. El Camino, more like El
2: Camino... No. It's the same title. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> More like Alchemy No Willpower. Uh, <laughs> Come <on>. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, he, I think I read that he, he gave some explanation that was, I believe he was trying to convey that it was an artistic thing that he was doing for another project. Oh. Uh, so- I believe he was doing it for that casino movie with Will Ferrell.
1: <laughs> this okay so this this picture alone tells you everything you need to know because it's like even if they did from the neck up we have a problem. Oh good lord. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he does he did look like Matt
2: Damon. <gasps> As a writer, you can fix this. What happened, uh, guy whose name I forget? Or I was Walker. stung by a thousand bees yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm every single day I'm stung by bees <laughs> in this movie.
0: Yeah, that's also who said forty pounds. Which one of you said forty? I po- said forty. You're way shunned. the fuck off. Yeah, well, let me, I think it is closer is, to a hundred. As someone who, who in my lifetime has repeatedly gained and lost over a hundred pounds, I know exact. I that's at least seventy pounds right there.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he was skinny. He was. Yeah. Anyway, he's a great actor and did he a great job in the show and in the movie. So
2: Yeah, I, I actually... Congratulations, Fatty. I think it's important to note that while you do notice it immediately, like, it didn't hurt my enjoyment of El Camino, and I really, like, it wasn't something that, like, took me out or ruined the movie by any means.
0: Why does he look slightly Asian when he's fatter? <laughs>
2: Because you've got Kim Jong Un's face in your head, that's what and it is, he, and he looks proportion. He looks about the same proportions.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, that's absolutely what it is. Thank you for putting, a, yes. putting <laughs> a.
2: he's got a square. You when you get that big, like Kim Jong Un has, like a square head. I feel like like is only ginger Asian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ginger is a very common spice in Asian cuisine. Yeah, okay, that. No, right, that's a that, that, was, that
3: was just a fact. I wasn't even trying to make a joke. <laughs> I was,
0: uh, I was really the Rocco's Modern Life Doug era. Oh yeah, Renin- yeah Stim- Doug. Ren and
3: Stimpy. With
0: Patty Mades and
2: Skater. Yeah, underpants Quail Man. Quail Man, yeah and Roger Roger was the <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, most of the time the 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 bad guy was Mr. Bighead,
2: the the neighbor, the frog. <laughs> I am sorry. There we we did a roast. We did oh, no, a Halloween. That was we did a Halloween roast once and my buddy Kent played Pinhead from Hellraiser and the question, we were doing Halloween squares. So it was, you know, hey, you know, here's the farm. question. So so the the host is, okay, Pinhead, it's your turn. Um, this fictional character was Doug Funny's best friend. And Kent, as Pinhead, goes, the eternal torment. There shall be
0: no <laughs> friends.
2: All will die in the fires
0: of hell and forever and ever feel the pain and suffering of the blah, 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 blah. The answer is Skeeter Valentine.
3: That's
2: <laughs> <laughs> the funniest shit I've ever seen uh, in my that's life. That's
3: hilarious. Did, uh,
0: <laughs> he did, went on for like a minute. Did you, guys, did you guys pull audience members to be the contestants?
2: We did, yeah, yeah we perfect. did. <clears throat> Pain and torment unlike the witch you've ever felt before. <laughs> The answer
1: is Skeeter
3: Valentine. <laughs> Sorry,
1: I can imagine Pinhead watching Doug.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, just the words Skeeter Valentine <laughs> being being the punchline to that show. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. Ooh joe you uh you mentioned to me uh, that you had uh, taco Bell this evening I eat
0: taco Bell before every recording
2: i well that I did not know and i actually, I mentioned that on this show oh uh, well, I didn't know that was like a routine yeah, uh, but I have recently come to love taco Bell and i never i recently? A year ago recently meaning like up until less than a year ago <sighs> I had never ever eaten it and never had any interest in oh my
0: eating. God.
1: And then up I started, like, and now until I can't like stop. Three or four years
2: ago, you only ate four foods, basically. Yeah, but yeah. no, Taco Bell is like the best thing ever. Like, I, I want it all the time. Really? I want it all the time.
3: Yeah, really?
1: It's really good. Yeah, I fucking it's really know good. it's really good. I love Taco <laughs> Bell. I've loved Taco Bell my entire life.
2: Yeah, well, I'm late, is what I'm saying. I'm late to the party, but I'm He's happy a late to be bloomer, here. Michael, there's
1: there's nothing wrong with that.
2: Yeah, I my taco. cherry was popped a little later in life, but it's there now. Well,
1: I mean, make no mistake, those are not tacos.
2: No, of course not. No, no, no. no.
1: They're delicious. Right. But Mm -hmm. uh, they're not not, tacos.
2: They're not tacos. No, no, I can't, no matter how hard I try, I cannot replicate the flavor at home because I don't think I have enough plastic. I I don't know exactly what they put in their tacos, but uh, they have like this cheese whiz, this cheese product they use. I want to get a a hold of. I want to to get it. I want to find it.
0: They they put that into the taco with like a caulking gun. That's how you know it's (laughs) good.
2: Yeah, there's like a handyman back there.
0: I think they really do. (laughs) No, they really do. (laughs) Yeah, And the sour cream.
1: Oh, that sour cream is so good. Mm. It's just all great. It's Mm, so good. Sour cream. (laughs) Yeah. Corn tortilla. Mm. Mm. Those are
0: not corn. Tortillas. They don't even. No, I mean, flat. except
1: for except for their their hard, their uh, crunchy tortillas. They don't even yeah. offer corn tortillas there. Yeah, they have the hard, the hard, hard corn. The hard, hard corn. Corn pornography. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I've seen I, that. Yeah, I. I don't even consider hard shell tacos to be real. Under, Who eats under, hard shell under tacos? Well, I do White if, people. It, exactly. What? White but people. why? Why? Because they're it, crunchy. They're so gross.
2: No, they cut up the inside of your mouth, and they're. It, why would you do that?
1: Also,
0: um, good. Okay, they, now I don't. They, I don't understand what the fuck you're talking <laughs> about. It, we're not talking about a bowl of Captain Crunch here. It's just they a fall crisp apart tortilla. too. They
1: fall apart, and you lose. You lose a lot of contents. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, I actually, the only the only way I will eat a hard shell taco is if it's wrapped in a soft shell flour tortilla. Uh, also known as a double-decker taco, which mm. is fantastic. The soft shell and is like a safety net. I believe net.
0: discontinued.
1: Oh, God, no,
2: is it? They have dis- They recently took a, some shit off the menu. Even in the past month, they've taken They pruned their menu significantly.
1: That sucks. I loved that taco. That was good. It was a solid, solid taco. This is going to sound ridiculous to a lot of our listeners, but if you're looking for a relatively healthy fast food option, Taco Bell's a good choice. I say that true. because, because you, you don't get fries with every single fucking thing that you order. Yeah. Which is actually a gigantic a contributor to, to calorie count and, and other things. It's a lot of stuff. So, yeah, and also you've got most of your, most of your menu items are, are really not very carb heavy. Nope. They're, yeah. they're not. I mean, you've got to you eat got a, a, you have of a tortilla, of you know, but other than that, it's like mostly vegetables, meat, and cheese. Yeah, now
0: your carb count goes up if you do what uh, what my sister-in-law used to do. I don't know if she still does, but substitute beans for meat. Um, which, to me, is crazy, but to each their own.
1: I guess if, if you're, you're a you're vegetarian, vegetarian, you have to, right? She but wasn't they, originally, but she
0: is now, so...
1: I, I, do they not yet have a meatless meat on their menu?
0: Not that I'm aware of. I don't think they've jumped on that
1: bandwagon yet. Huh.
2: You'd think that'd be really easy to hide in a in a Taco Bell product.
1: Yeah, with all, the, you've got, with all the seasoning and everything.
2: Yeah, the seasoning and the sauces and the cheese and the... Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, I, I think I, it's... Isn't it a prohibitively expensive still, fake meat? Well, I, I think that y- people who want it will pay a premium for it. I, I don't For know sure. If, but it doesn't make sense for, like, a corporation to. Well, if the demand... Well, uh, well they can charge whatever they need to to pay yeah, for it. Yeah, that's true. If the demand is there. But... Uh, we uh, we've been getting some meatless uh, ground beef because you know Maria's a vegetarian.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, making tacos out of it, and it's actually quite good. I mean, it's not what what brand are you? It's to not look? as good as as beef, obviously, but uh, it's. Are you doing it's beyond or impossible? There. You know, I have to. I don't even know what the brand is. I would have to go look at it. But it's we get it at Mariano's, and uh, it's, it's quite Soylent. Soylent.
2: It's quite something. good, but
1: it is expensive. I mean, you're talking about a pound of. Of uh, meatless meat for like eight dollars or something. I mean, it's it's a lot. It's, that is it's expensive. Not, it's not cheap. It's not going to
0: take a dent out of the meat market until it's less expensive than meat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's less expensive than meat, yeah, you're going to get converters who aren't even vegetarians. Right. That's what, what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's yeah. the
0: only. That's the only way it's going to have any impact on uh, cattle farming.
2: Why is the Why is the healthiest shit out there? the most expensive. How come if I want to eat fr- fresh fruits and vegetables, uh, it's going to cost more than going through a drive through Is that part of a vast uh, capitalist conspiracy to keep the poor fat and stupid and, and dying at a young age?
0: I know what Sean's asking. Sh- the reason is Sean, because the, the shit is cheaper to produce and that's largely due to everything being made of or fed corn
1: corn <laughs> but just but it all comes seriously back though to going corn. to the grocery store and just buying <laughs> vegetables you could buy like an entire week's worth of vegetables for twenty dollars if you buy them if you
0: buy but them whole and they're not pre-washed exactly or, exactly
1: yeah. yes but you're also how come there's such
2: a big discrepancy between organic produce and non-organic product because
0: product? organic produce
1: costs more to produce sure but that's the healthier version. it's not healthier right? there's no reason it's healthier Really, there's no, there's no good reason, in my opinion, to eat organic food. In fact, I think it's destructive.
0: It depends, Whoa, it well. depends, on, it. <laughs> it depends on what kind of produce it is. Some, uh, some vegetables and fruits are more sensitive to the chemicals that factory farms are, are treated with. But by and large, uh, most things you can eat, how, how it really could, doesn't matter where they come from.
1: How could it be considered destructive? Well, it's it's destructive because it's not as sustainable on a large scale. You don't get the same yield that you do from GMO farming. And there's no negative health effects from GMO foods. We've been eating GMO foods for the entire history of humanity. Everything that you eat, every vegetable you've ever eaten in your entire life is a GMO. Okay? This is not the way that they GMO. exist naturally. The... The effects of GMO, the reason that we use them so, so widely in farming is because of, the, uh, because of the yield. So we can feed a lot more people with genetically modified seed than we can with organic seed. And there is absolutely, like I said, no health benefit whatsoever to eating a genetically modified tomato over an organic tomato. I he just just always says assumed and then that- everyone dies.
2: <laughs> I, I, honestly, I just always assumed that organic meant better
1: for you. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The organic lobby is actually just as big or bigger than the GMO lobby. There is no reason whatsoever to be eating organic food. Huh. Mike's getting
0: very passionate and angry right now.
1: Well, no, it, it, it is actually destructive. It's in your for the, tone. It's destructive. we are approaching for the,
2: Fahrenheit versus Celsius. I, this is levels. a big deal,
1: though. It's very important. It's not on des- this show. It's destructive for the long-term <laughs> health. Of I'm, fa- the I'm actually fascinated. Population of the planet. We, we cannot. We can't continue to promote GMO or organic as a superior alternative to GMO because it's not. It's not sustainable.
0: So when should we start calling the population?
1: Yesterday,
2: calling them like on their phone. Calling with a U.
1: So oh, calling. Anybody who's been paying attention to actual scientists has known this for a long time. This is not. This is nothing new. Well,
2: it's not like the scientists are just walking around and you get to pay attention to them. You're talking like scientists don't have like a Twitter feed. Yes, they they're do. They're posting all the time. Of course they yeah, do. Yeah, but like who follows scientists? Yeah, that's a problem in my opinion. <laughs> but there's no like. That's the problem is that there's no like. There's Neil deGrasse Tyson, Bill Nye. There, there's like there's no like rock star. It's not a sexy well, it's like funny. people it's don't, funny don't that care about Both of
1: them because those. Those two are extremely outspoken about GMOs and how they
2: are. Th- those are, I mean, easily the two most popular, right? Yes. And they're, and
1: they're both saying eat fucking GMOs.
2: <laughs> I, what I'm saying is, we need to like. I think what needs to happen is like a Survivor type reality show where we put a bunch of scientists on an island and get people get people's interest
1: drummed up about I gotta, scientists. I got to be clear about something. Okay, so. Does everybody know what a genetically modified organism is? Okay. No, but oh, no. <laughs> it's, I, I can't just say eat GMOs and not explain what okay. it is, right? Uh, all right. You have 30 seconds because I'm getting bored. Anytime that you selectively breed an organism to produce a result that you want, it's a genetically molded, modified organism. Whether it's a dog or a piece of corn, We've been doing it for thousands of years. So eat dog. It doesn't mean it has chemicals in it or it's got crazy weird like lasers ge- modifying the DNA <laughs> or something. I mean it's, if it's, it did, we'd buy more GM. Oh yeah. You pick the ones that, that make that give you the result you want and you breed those more than you breed the other ones.
0: If Monsanto makes soybeans that shoot lasers, I'm fucking in.
2: Fuck yeah.
1: All right, we're good now. We're good. That that also counts
2: as your commercial.
1: (laughs) We'll put music
2: under it. You're welcome, Monsanto.
0: (laughs) I didn't, uh, I didn't.
3: Monsanto used to broadcast for the Chicago Cubs. Pat? (laughs) Pat? (laughs) Pat, I think my car is on fire, Pat.
1: (laughs) My God, well, Ronnie! I, uh, I, I forgot how we used to make fun of them. Those
2: two, <laughs> Ronnie, you haven't driven a car in forty years. Ronnie, you don't have any
1: legs. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, well, it's hard to drive the car. I didn't. I didn't say it was easy, Pat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's because both of your legs were removed due to your horrible, horrible diabetes.
3: Yeah, that's yeah, true. <laughs> we should go to a ball game sometime, Pat. <laughs>
1: And Woods with the pitch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now that police departments throughout the country have been completely defunded, (laughs) communities are coming together stronger than ever before to create new specialized emergency response programs to address mental health episodes, domestic disputes, and more. But that 93% of all 911 calls in some way involve alcohol? From loud parties to fake IDs, these phone calls have tied up your city's police officers for centuries. Until now, introducing the police department. Is your bra on <laughs> X or something and ruining your special brocation? <laughs> Maybe your best bra is wasted and lighting his farts on fire like some kind of hilarious Prometheus. Not cool, brogan. Fire's bad. Get with the program, brah. <laughs> so if someone's harshing your buzz, brah, be proactive and call 6969, <laughs> and a highly trained, professional brolease officer will come check out the sitch, man. If the problem seems to be that there's too much alcohol there, we'll, like, totes hang for a scotch and help you drink it, (laughs) bruh. The lease department. We work bro bono.
1: Bro bono. Bono bro. Bro
2: bro bono, bruh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: You're... They should put grass in the field, Pat.
1: <laughs> well, uh, there's already grass out there, Ronnie. And the pitch. Oh, and it uh, looks like a double to left field. I once
3: drove a car
1: into <laughs> left field.
3: <laughs> Back when I had legs.
1: <laughs> who,
0: who who are you? Who are you impersonating? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Hall of Fame uh, Cubs uh, re- deceased third baseman Ron Santo and legendary Cubs broadcaster Pat Hughes. All right. And, and Back they, were, in the- they were quite a team for quite some time. In the, in the late 90s, early aughts, they were the Cubs radio broadcast team, and Ron Santo was a tremendous third baseman and, <laughs> and maybe oh, not, the most, not the most talented media guy. <laughs> so he was the color commentator, though. So uh, he would regale Pat with interesting stories from decades long go, long gone. <laughs> and uh, and uh, <laughs> Pat would try to keep them on track and remind him that yes. they were broadcasting a baseball game.
1: Pat, <laughs> Pat was almost <laughs> never paying attention to Ron. Like, he... <laughs> He was like, "Yeah, okay, that's great." The whole time, and yeah. Yeah. How come Ron Santa
0: doesn't have a video game like Madden?
2: Oh, that's a great. I I don't know. I don't. He never got. I guess his agent's fault, probably. Yeah, that's gotta be. be it. But yeah, Ron Santo was like the little kid in the vest that parents have like on a leash at the park, oh and my the, God. Kid's, the kid's running around and, and pulling at the leash, and the parent's talking to the other parent like, yeah, I don't know, I've given him every pill I can think
1: of. <laughs> and the kid's like, watch me do this slide, Dad! <laughs> and the three and two. Exactly. <laughs> Okay. It, was a, it was a wonderful <laughs>
2: dynamic. I feel
0: I have a very clear <sighs> clear image of
1: what this was like. For some reason here in Chicago, we have, we have people like Harry Carey and people like Ron Santo. We don't have like, you know.
2: They're like, get me the craziest old white guy <laughs> you can think of and give him a microphone.
0: <laughs> so he was, he was super old as well. <laughs> yeah I mean, was, well yeah he was, he was
1: uh so i think he was like in his 60s and 70s, 70s when he was yeah that. okay when he was broadcasting uh, yeah.
0: until you said that i was picturing you know like dodgeball a true underdog story you know with, oh, like cotton uh, oh <laughs> or no the other guy <laughs> yeah
2: no, uh, no, no. what was his
0: name pepper something like pepper that. <laughs> yeah
2: they they, they they commonly get so they have a, a real media guy who like went to school for broadcasting. Yeah has a, a golden voice. Yeah. But then the color commentator is always like an ex player or yes. an ex coach. Sometimes and they're idiots. <laughs> they, yeah, so sometimes they can offer valuable insights. Not really though, because they played the game like 40 years ago. And like Ron's like,
3: boy, we never had to face black pitchers. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how how, how much valuable commentary can these guys be giving? (laughs) That is accurate. They sure do run fast nowadays, Matt. (laughs) Boy, even... Even when I had legs, I couldn't keep up with those fellas. (coughs) When I played, the fastest guy in the league stole four bases and smoked on the field, (laughs) Pat. Why? I I used to to eat a hot dog. Between every pitch, I kept 14 hot dogs in my back pocket. Was back when they gave you hot dog pockets, Pat, (laughs) (laughs) and the three two Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Nowadays, see if you look if you look at Ramirez in third, no hot dog pockets, Pat,
1: and a swing and a miss. That's right, Ronnie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, despite I can tell you this, despite having zero interest in the sport of baseball. I would absolutely watch uh, the two of you just do this for, for hours, especially if you just committed to the role and, like, Sean, you stayed Ron and Mike played the straight man all the time.
3: Uh, I remember old old Cobb Williker threw a perfect game and then he went home and Beat his wife to death. <laughs> he came back the next day and hit a home run and ate fourteen hot dogs as he ran around the bases. Pat <laughs> and Nielsen
1: with the bunt attempt—that's really great, Ron. I, uh... I'm pretty pretty sure that was a felony, Ronnie,
2: and the two two, <laughs> and he got uh, forty to life, I believe. <laughs>
3: yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, good guy, good guy, Pat. <laughs> Hell of a third baseman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy had an arm on him, you know. Just ask his wife. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm not gonna touch that one, Ronnie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Holy shit! Oh man, and yeah, the it was top different...
1: of the order for the <laughs> Brewers. Burris.
2: It was a different time.
3: (laughs) I'll never forget when they merged the Negro League. (laughs) And
2: we we go go to the commercial (laughs) break as fast as possible. (laughs) Hey, Ronnie, why don't you go grab a couple hot dogs for us?
3: (laughs) I got lost (laughs) in the concession stand, Pat. (laughs)
0: There's no
2: game today, Ronnie.
0: This was just just radio?
1: Yes, it was just radio. Yeah.
0: that's some that's some pretty powerful theater of the mind right there.
1: <laughs> well, the thing is, you have to listen to them for like three and a half hours every day. <clears throat> yeah, to get the game, you know. So you get you get used to it, for sure. And wh- why were you listening, Mike? Well, <sighs> like Sean, I get. I I, I was a Cubs fan. There, there was a time, especially when they were when they were doing well in the early two thousands, when I I pay attention. I to remember the Cubs. that. Yeah. Joe, you are I
2: don't think you realize how much of an anomaly you are. It is very difficult in my estimation to live in the city of Chicago and not have some vested interest in one of the major sports teams. Like it's yeah, a, like it's I, a sports city.
1: It just I is. am not I'm not a a big sports fan, but I, I'm a, I, I am a fair weather fan when it comes to Chicago sports. Like I do You get swept up in the yeah, shit. I do yeah, Like it when it do. i tell me what well. I
2: do. <laughs> well, you don't. <laughs> no, I do not. But most people get swept
1: up in that. Yeah,
2: they
0: get in my way. I got places to go. Get out of the street.
1: <laughs> I can't sit through decades of incompetence. Like that's not. I'm not that kind of sports fan. I I, I don't give a shit about other teams. Yeah, no, it's just. Uh, when if you're all teams- charged
0: up during you know the World Series a few years back.
1: And you know, of course, the the Bulls when they were at the height of their success, and even sure. the Blackhawks. You know, when I met Maria, she was her family was really into the Blackhawks, and
2: this kind of this ties into something that the three of us were discussing the other day uh, online on our Google Chat, which is, uh, and I Joe, I know you're not a fan of it, but the reason that I have stuck with some shitty sports teams like and followed them through their. Less than great years is because of potential and because of, hey, here's this young kid and what will he develop into? What 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 will he get really good at? Will he reach that level? Will the team get better? It's we've talked about how potential and hype, you know, the hype sometimes is Mm -hmm. more enjoyable than the end Mm. result. So that's that's one of the reasons I've watched young horrible sports teams like before. You,
1: you like to watch them develop, but also I think you like to watch athletes in their prime, whether they're on a good team or not.
3: And for I, sure, yeah. I,
1: for me, like that's that's why I actually do enjoy watching individual sports like the Olympics. You know, by and large, that's an individual sport competition. You know, it. I, I do like to watch athletes in their prime doing what they do. I just, for some reason, can't get into it for team sports. I don't know, unless unless our team is doing really well, which I realize is like it the all. shittiest possible kind of fan, and I'm sorry. Well, it's a it's a time <laughs> it really is, is it is a time sink though,
2: because and it goes like basketball. Okay, there's basically going to be between five and seven people on that basketball team that you need to know what their names are and what they look like. Yeah. But then you go to like baseball. Okay, there's 25 guys on the roster. Football, there's what fucking 40 guys, and it's like I wait. I need to know who all these people are, and they all, you know, they're all jammed Sean, together on the field. Sean, let me tell you, you don't
0: have to know who any of them. Are. <laughs> well,
2: no, but but the more you, the it's more you're required. invested though. But the more it's you're invested, required. the more enjoyable it is. It's it's just like getting character development watching a TV show.
1: Playtime is, mm. like, is, is like more valuable real estate in football than it is in baseball and basketball. And, you know, because you only get, how many games are there in a basketball season, the normal season? 82. Way too many. 82. 80, 82. Football is 16, and, and baseball, baseball is... Baseball is
2: 162. Yeah, so... I, <laughs> Which is too many, right? This is the <laughs> most we've ever talked about
0: sports on this show.
2: No, we had you guys took a Chicago sports quiz once. Oh yeah. Yeah. We yeah, I don't count that as
0: talking about sports though, and that all that episode never aired.
2: Oh, that's right. That was one of our lost episodes. Sorry. Thanks, Norton. <laughs> Norton. Norton?
1: 162 games though. That's way too many games. Especially that's... when they're when they're each like between three and six hours long. <laughs> that's a lot of Ron and Pat. It's ridiculous, Pat. <laughs>
2: every sport it just
0: always seems to be on all the time forever like there's always something except this year (laughs) yeah
2: yeah this is like joe's best year
0: (laughs) oh my god it would it would be but i still like i can't enjoy it because you know sports only got in my way because i was out and about in the town during night games and like I had to pay $30 to fucking park in my own goddamn neighborhood.
3: Yeah,
2: that would suck.
0: Or, you know, I go to a bar with some friends and there's a goddamn game cranked up to 11 on every TV in the fucking bar.
1: I will say this, though, that part of the reason, maybe most of the reason, that those neighborhoods are so great is because of Wrigley. You know, it's because, it's because of the attention that, comes to that neighborhood due to it, it the sports definitely
0: team. it definitely gave it definitely gives Wrigleyville an energy which I despite not caring about baseball or going to games I did enjoy when IO was on Clark Street oh yeah you know, I, I had classes uh, on game days and just like standing outside of the theater smoking' yeah, it's well, there's this sea of blue and white around me. Yeah. It's, it's, it was insane just for people watching. Like, I don't care about any of you fuckers or what you're doing, but... Sure. All right. Enjoy your but I mean, evening. I, you're all yeah. happy, and the, it's
1: awesome. The neighborhood has developed the way that it has because oh, of absolutely.
0: Wrigley. Well, I mean, everything got shut down, torn down, and is being rebuilt because of Wrigley.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's an expensive neighborhood to live in. Is it, well, the closer you are to the ballpark, it, oh, it gets, it right gets around, insane. Right around
0: the ballpark is absurd. <laughs> but uh... I think
2: I think I think one time we looked at there was there was some some place that was like there was a lot. It was like a 16 spot parking lot that was like across the street from Wrigley Field, and the rent was like one and a half million dollars a month for a parking lot or something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you it, without even putting anything there, <laughs> just the the land is crazy. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, well when you I consider mean, that each parking space is paying thirty dollars an hour or thirty dollars a day <laughs> or whatever. During a game it might be that much, I don't know. But Yeah. For sure, yeah. All year. You know, I mean thirty it's,
2: thirty bucks for parking across the street from Riley Field would be insane. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be cheap. Super cheap. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And never mo- you know, Uh, if if you could get the permits for it build like a really tall structure that's just like no just an (laughs) elevator that goes up and then you sell seating that looks into the field
2: (laughs) yeah that's another parking garage with seats on top yeah
1: yeah yeah, like there's like nine seats up there and they're like they're like (laughs) (laughs) ten (laughs) thousand dollars i'm
0: pretty sure you could actually go to the game for less than that though michael
1: Yes, I'm. Cert- I'm certain that you could. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. Yeah, Show. but then you couldn't. You couldn't take that selfie and put it on Instagram. That you went to the
1: ten thousand, the nine That's seat true. parking garage. You yes, have some bragging
0: rights. You got like to gram that shit. You got to put like that up on the gram.
1: Telescope up there that you use to look at the field. You put a coin in. Everyone has to take turns. It's one of those viewfinders
2: <laughs> that tourists
1: use. You pay. You pay for the privilege because if you wanted to, you could pee on the players. You, could, you, <laughs> can oh, man, really you can reach them. that's got
2: to be really high up. If you, you can shoot over the bleachers. Over everyone sitting in the stands. It's 80 stories. That would be,
0: that would be hilarious, though, if somehow the building, like, can lean over the field. Like, it has some sort of articulation where all of a sudden you're just barely hovering above Wrigley Field. Fuck it. Put it all the way above Wrigley
2: and have a glass floor. <laughs> have it... Arc all the way over the field. <laughs> I just took a dump on the pitcher's mound. What is the what is the uh, the vertical space that you own? Like I own my house, but how high can I build my house? That depends entirely legally. on
0: where it is. Uh,
2: so is it is it mainly because of airports and air traffic?
0: Uh, it depends again on where you are. There there's certainly an amount of space that uh, like you have based on airports, but like in Chicago, it can be neighborhood specific for aesthetic reasons. Like you can't build uh, higher yeah. than this because this is as high as all the other buildings go. You yeah, don't want these weird monsters around And a suburb. I need to calculate.
1: That's, that's how it works. Usually it's usually related to like maybe the maximum height of, of local buildings or trees or things like that.
0: Like it's unlikely that Mike could add another seven stories to his house.
1: Right, I could add maybe two stories. Tops. Yeah. Huh,
2: that seems... Uh, you, you should be able to, to control the, the vertical space of your Yeah, your but dwelling. you don't
0: even own the land your house is on. It still belongs to the government.
2: <laughs> the bank, yeah.
1: No, it, so, well, e- even then. <laughs> even then. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not yours.
2: Yeah.
0: Government could take that at any time.
2: It's so dumb. 200 years ago would be
1: mine. Yes. Right? Well, no. I mean, (laughs)
2: debatable.
0: It's the same. The country
1: still existed. The principle is the same as it is today, but they're not going to want it or care or challenge you or or make you pay for it.
0: Yeah, because your land is worthless, Sean. (laughs) No,
1: I mean, they can can still take it, but you're not going to pay the same kind of property taxes. You're not going to face eminent domain situations because there's no development 200 years ago. Yeah, there was,
0: and there was just a bunch of empty land. If you wanted land, you could just go take more land from the, the indigenous peoples of North America. Yeah, just go get yeah. it. <laughs> and manifest. You Nobody. just walk, just ride out on a horse, shouting "Manifest Destiny," and kill anyone right. in your way. That's nobody's <laughs> land.
1: That doesn't belong to anybody. That's yours. These aren't real people. Oh God, maze, <laughs> <laughs> maze, maze. <laughs> You know, I had a thought the other day. The appropriate way to say corn maize is maize maze. It's <laughs> true.
2: Got a kid's menu at a restaurant. On the back of it, you guessed it, maize.
0: <laughs> Do you prefer baths to showers? If so, you know that the absolute worst thing about a bath is how thin the water is. (laughs) Now you can feel your bath is snuggling with you with Kirkman's Bathwater Thickening Powder. (laughs) With just one scoop, your bath will go from broth to bisque. (laughs) Sit in a savory stew made of you. Oh. Or, or soak in a gravy Flavored by your body <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to be able to get that line up Without breaking Kirkman's bathwater thickening powder Is all natural and non-toxic So goddamn. <laughs> so if you happen to get some of your body chowder In your mouth <laughs> God Go ahead and swallow. Oh. You may even be surprised by how tasty you are. <laughs> Kirkman's bathwater thickening powder. Soups on. You.
2: Oh, gross. What a what a gross <laughs> visual thickening of my bathwater.
0: <laughs> I was just I was laughing so goddamn hard when I was. Well, I was writing this on a smoke break at work, and every time I read the line "body chowder," I would just hysterically start laughing.
2: Ugh,
1: that's to the so point disgusting. where, like, tears
0: were <laughs> where tears were coming out of my eyes.
1: Mm, body chowder,
0: soaking mm. in gravy flavored by your body.
1: <laughs> body body chowder body <clears throat> Bounty. Bo- body, body, body body chowder. chowder. Say hello to your mother for me, body chowder, body.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mm. There's a Mexican in the sound booth, Jesus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's uh, that's Jose Feliciano uh, (laughs) joining (coughs) us from the Houston, uh, whatever the fuck the name of their team is. That's where Mike's
2: improv uh. ends.
1: <laughs> name another sports team. It, it, would that be the Astros? Yes, it would. Uh, yes, of course, the Houston Astros or the Texas now Rangers. The...
2: <clears throat> yes,
1: I yeah. think I can name most teams. I I'm for, for I'm absolutely absolutely no reason about it, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Cleveland Indians, Pat. <laughs> well, no, I <laughs> hope they never change that name.
1: That's the That's least offensive logo I've ever seen.
3: <laughs> Looks just like him, Pat. <laughs> Jesus.
1: And the one, two, to Maybe Garcia. Maybe some more
3: feathers.
1: And a line drive down the third base line.
3: My wife wants a divorce, Pat.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: We can talk about Umbrella Academy, because we finished the first season can, last night. We can't, because
1: you guys both suck and haven't watched the second season yet. This we is can true. talk about
2: the first season. Can we talk about how... Not really. ...fucking Pogo died? W- yeah, uh, I understand that you cried. I, I was very sad. Poor poor guy. Poor, poor monkey.
1: Poor little guy.
2: Poor chimp. Yeah, well... Right, so- well that was the extent of our... A, Umbrella Academy. It's a good discussion. thing that the, it's a good thing that
1: 80% of the show is like time travel based. Time travel. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: I want to know what monkey they got to play that part though cuz he is fantastic.
1: Actually, I it, it is a really great looking chimpanzee, right? Like they really did it They really it, did, it, did, I, did a great job. I, uh, they spared no expense on on the animation and the
0: Watch Umbrella Academy. You will believe that chimpanzees can
2: talk. <laughs> No, they do that. I, all of the visual effects to this point, I've have, I've have not been disappointed by any of them. I think they're really picking and choosing their spots wisely when to employ it. Yeah, they're not they're and, not uh,
1: overdoing it.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I also some of the family's powers aren't very effects heavy. Like for three. sure,
1: I heard a rumor. It's actually the strongest. Exactly, in my opinion, by far the strongest power.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's like uh, Kilgrave.
1: Yes. Huh.
2: The strongest power. I guess, because if someone had a seemingly stronger power, then you just say, I heard a rumor that you used that however I wanted you to? Yeah. yeah of course.
0: Exactly. So even if you say, had the power to, I don't know, blow up the world.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but so, do, does it Does it work on, uh, like, if she were to say, I heard a rumor that your whole body just exploded just now? No. Would their, would their body explode? Or it has to be like, I heard a rumor that I
1: you I would be able to cut answer, your own arm off. I'd be able to answer that question if you guys had seen season two.
2: Okay. So yeah, I guess we haven't explored the full extent of everyone's powers My yet.
1: My current understanding one.
0: is that it is just a very, very heightened suggestion. And, you know, it'll make you do stuff. But it's a, it's a mental power.
2: It can't just yeah. It can't just make you now. Perhaps
0: change. perhaps that is defined differently. Watching the second season, and yeah. it actually does have some effect on reality itself. Um, it looks like Mike's trying not to shit his pants. <laughs> I just I'm just
1: I, I do. Uh, this is going to be very difficult. I can't participate because you guys haven't All seen right. season two. So, well then
0: All we'll right. shut the fuck up. Yeah. Is this is us shutting the fuck up.
1: Now, nah, you can keep talking about season one, but let's not talk about things that I can answer from season two. I'll let you know. I did,
2: I did, love, I did love the storyline uh, or the, the narrative twist of uh, what's his face going to Nam. <laughs> like, that was unexpected and I thought really great for Klaus. That was Klaus a great arc starter. for Klaus.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: He really was.
0: That dude he grew, he grew up a lot as a result of that. As I'm sure
1: yeah. a lot of a lot of soldiers drafted into Nam did. <laughs> he he is by far the best actor on that show, in my opinion.
2: Robert Sheehan. I disagree so hard. I think he is the worst actor on that show. Why? Because I can constantly tell that he's acting. There's nothing there's nothing that he's doing that seems like, oh, he's actually feeling this and doing this and it's effortless. I constantly see his wheels spinning, and it actually bugs me every
1: single time I'm watching him on screen because I think he's really bad. Interesting. <laughs> I, usually, I usually have a problem with that when I, see it, when I see people doing that. Not the case for him. I, I think he's a great actor.
0: I agree with Mike.
2: Yeah. I, I, our, our listeners will have to somehow write us an email uh, yeah
0: i mean if there only there was some way to contact us by i don't know emailing mailhole at littlenonsense.com
2: <clears throat> to tell tell me if I'm wrong or totally right I actually i
1: think the, the, yeah. the second best actor is uh five Allison no the fucking kid oh he's phenomenal he is great he's fantastic he really i
2: i would say he he might be the best actor
1: Other than Pogo,
2: other than Pogo, hell of a
1: hell of a chimp, doing a hell of a job. No, but one of the best, Uh, one of the best kid actors. I mean, he's not that young. He's probably like sixteen years old. I don't know how old he is. And you know,
0: I I mean, that's like a forty-year-old playing, and that's how that's how they do it in Hollywood. They just get a (laughs) forty-year-old to play a kid. I did,
2: I did, I did hear that they had. I'm sure he's our age. They had to get really creative with stunt doubles and stand-ins and shit because of child acting laws, he was not allowed to be on set when the firing of weapons happened. Yeah, and he was yeah. like he was so, like slaughtering people and like Well, so so every scene in which a weapon is fired, he was not allowed to be on set that day. That's hilarious cuz he's playing the that's oldest a lot of he's scenes. playing the oldest
1: character, right? He's <laughs> Yeah, he's the oldest he's supposed to be like he's supposed to be like in his mid 50s or something. Yeah.
2: No, I think I think in my est- in my opinion he's the best actor on that show. I I consider Al- him Allison to be is a close second. The,
1: the second best actor.
2: I heard that the lady who plays Allison, uh, played Pearl in the SpongeBob SquarePants Broadway production. Apparently, her Mr. name Crabb's is Emmy
1: daughter Emmy Raver Lampman.
2: Yes, she's got three names. Yeah, she's she's well,
0: one's pretty it.
2: I think she's very good. Yeah, she's pretty good. Ellen Page is great in everything.
1: Ellen Page. Girl, Ellen Page is great in everything that I've seen her in. I agree with that.
2: That's a weird way to
1: call. No, I just. So I. I, I
0: hmm. She gets a lot. I'm sure she gets she's a lot of shit, shit in everything I've never seen. I should say I, she's really
1: good in the last. Of I Us. really do think that she's she's a great <laughs> actress. I, I understand though that she's she's kind of not. she's kind of a polarizing actress. Is she really? I I hadn't heard that. Yeah, but why? But in my opinion, she's been great and everything. Wait, why is
2: she polarizing?
1: Some people don't think she's good, or what? I have no idea, but I've I've seen I, I frequent a lot of uh, you know like message boards and 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 review sites and stuff, and comments are often very negative. Very negative for Alan Page for some reason.
2: Huh?
0: Comments are very negative for everyone.
1: No, Ever. that's true.
2: No. I mean, not Tom
0: Hanks. <laughs> I bet you I can find a negative comment about Tom Hanks within two
1: minutes. Sure, but what uh, you're talking about a very small minority of comments for for Tom Hanks. Maybe I didn't maybe realize that, there was such hate. That look that he gave Ricky Gervais after a couple of
2: <laughs>
1: tough jokes, jokes at the Golden Globes.
2: Huh. Well, what is that kid's name? I need to know his name. Aiden something. Let me see. Uh Aiden Gallagher.
1: There you go.
2: Aiden Gallagher. Alright. Well, fuck that kid.
1: <laughs> fuck that kid for being way more successful at half and of talented. our age. And talented. Yeah. Yeah. F- Less than Seriously. half our age.
2: I do. You can have a deep respect for someone and also want them to die a horrible, violent death, right?
1: <laughs> but also really want to meet him. <laughs> it is it's really tough to find child actors, even you know, even in that teen range that are so, like, natural as actors. Like, they just... Not just that, but he is playing
2: a fucking character. Like, he's playing a 50-year-old man. Right, in a kid's and body. He, he's right. doing it in convincing fashion. Like, that is a tough assignment. That's not just, hey, Haley Joel Osment, we need you to be afraid of ghosts. Like, this is, like, a hard acting it is. challenge. Yeah, it is, for sure. And he's fucking acing it. I'm so impressed with that kid. Did you know that
0: there is bad blood between Tom Hanks and Henry Winkler? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Isn't that just the craziest statement you've ever heard? It is. Th-
2: both of those guys seem, seem so easygoing and polite. Yeah, they're they're both famously the nicest people on earth. <laughs> but
0: Winkler was uh apparently I didn't know this, he was briefly the director of Turner and Hooch in 1989
2: Mm. I didn't know that
0: and he got fired 13 days in because he and Tom Hanks didn't get along
1: that's fucked up wow of course and in a 19
0: in a 93 interview Henry said let's just say I got along better with Hooch than I did with Turner
1: Oh, Tom Hanks though in 1989 was not Tom Hanks today like he was
0: that's well yeah he was he was a young superstar
1: right hot on the heels of bosom buddies and he was he was almost entirely a comedic actor at that time like that was all he had done for sure just a different yeah. world for him at the time and winkler w- was
0: turner i Uch, hardly not know a comedy her. what was turner and Ouch? The the, the the movie was about a him being a, a cop with a with a dog not a comedy
1: no of course it was okay but uh, he, what I'm saying is, he probably didn't take himself as seriously at that time. I, I think that he he underwent some oh, kind of. Oh, and you're th-
0: and you're saying that because he didn't take it seriously. Uh, he was probably That's an why asshole. the director. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, I would say it was most likely at that time Tom Hanks, a young Tom Hanks, being a dick. More likely than it was that that Henry Winkler was being an asshole. Who know? could ever
0: be a dick to the Fonz? It was probably <laughs>
2: similar to how Jim Carrey was on set around the time of Ace Ventura sure. and The Mask yeah. versus Truman Show era Jim Carrey. Right.
0: I have to imagine that he was a much bigger dick on the Truman Show.
2: <laughs> you think he got really Well, like, I think uh, uh, I pretentious shit. I feel like that was like
0: right at the turn when he started doing shit like The Majestic.
1: Yeah, we got to go post Truman Show to get to a to get to a neutral Jim Carrey. Eternal Sunshine.
2: I I, I I haven't heard anything bad about that filming.
1: No, I I mean,
0: I haven't heard anything about the filming at all.
1: I actually, yeah, yeah actually well, that's s- a good news, right? Strongly dislike that movie.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, not because am, not because it's a bad movie. I am strongly
0: apathetic to that movie. I have no feelings about it whatsoever.
2: Uh I I like it. I like it. You're fired.
1: I think it's a I think <laughs> it, you know it's it's cinematogra- cinematographically whatever you want to say <laughs> cinematographic Just in terms of in terms of the qualities that that the, the, critics, cinematographic- the critics look for in films I think it's a great movie but
2: cinematographically is our new sobriety test on little nonsense. If you can say that word, we can continue recording. <laughs>
1: I won't be able to say. It I don't know. Most I don't know time. if anybody's ever said that word before. I think uh, anybody's only ever seen it on paper. At one point in time, Mike,
2: no one ever said any word before. Yeah, they just grunted. That
1: depends. <laughs> that depends on how you define <laughs> a person, I suppose.
0: Ooh, I define it as a corporation. Thanks, Citizens United. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, that is our episode. And with a score of three, Sean and I are tied for this week's loser.
1: Yeah. Losers.
0: Woo! Yeah, we're we're a couple yeah. of losers. Yeah. Wait, losers. Yeah. Big time. Big time losers. <gasps> yeah. Especially, especially you.
3: Yeah! With that, I am
0: and shall continue to be Joe Moracle.
3: I'm Pat Hughes, and my cleaning lady Louisa found my hidden hot dog stash, Pat.
1: And the one-two pitch, I'm Mike Pareto. Have I a think great week. she
3: ate my hot dogs.
1: And uh, line drive down the first baseline is fielded by Mose.
3: Mose. Mo's. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mail hole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us
2: out?
3: A little nonsense now and then Is relished by the wisest men A little whimsy here or there Is often fair, reneccessaire With your wisdom and you can be jolly a little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men.
2: <laughs> I sure hope I'm editing this one.
3: <laughs> you are
1: <laughs> Actually it it's better if Joe is editing it. <laughs> but
2: because then there's a chance it'll be removed. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Hot damn Yeah. Ah. Ah. <laughs> no one's going to have any idea what that is in reference to.